Monet, I was just looking up the Anchor app. Have you heard about this? I've heard of it. Something to do with podcasts, right? Okay, so Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's absolutely free. Mm-hmm. And they have this like creation tool that lets you record a podcast and edit it right from your phone or your computer. Oh, that's right, because they can distribute your podcast for you, and it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the other podcast distribution places, right? Oh, and you will get the listeners, honey, and when you get the listeners, you make the coin thought mm-hmm. but here's the crazy thing. You actually don't have to have a minimum listenership to get money. You can still make coins. So it's essentially every single thing you need to make a podcast all in one place. Oh, you're just so tickled. You love the idea of making podcasts. I love you, Monet. I love you. Now listen, if you want to download the free Anchor app, you can also go to anchor.fm and get started. My name is Bob the Drag Queen. And I'm Money Exchange. And this is Sibling Rivalry. drag why don't you just either get in drag or wait mind your fucking business you don't know what this is my look start today rolling. start rolling start rolling start rolling we are rolling we've been recording bitch so all of this so all of so all of your extraness has been caught on camera everyone yeah, no, sees no, who I wanna, you are i want to expose why what is your what is this half drag what, what is your look Bob, document it and post it this is this look I'm doing. It's like very apropos. It's very like conceptual and it'll make sense in the end. So if I call you in one hour, you won't be in drag. No, I'm going to be literally, this is my look today. Well, mate, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't get it. It looks like you're like, I'm deconstructing makeup. <laughs> oh, but yet if somebody did it on, on, on the main stage of RuPaul's Drag Race and they said they were like kooky and cuckoo, you'd be like, word, girl. No, I wouldn't like it then either. Like when mm-hmm. Valentina did her deconstructed look, I didn't like that one either. I like full construction. Full, <laughs> all the way. <laughs> I guess what I'm saying is you are fake ass hoe, and I know exactly who you are. <laughs> I'm being as real as someone can be. I'm telling you, Monet, this is not the tea. But hey, go off, sis. Well, my fans like it. Right, guys? Look at that cheek. <laughs> Monet, do you know about the community tab on um, YouTube? is that where you can like do like regular posting and people kind of like it and share it and stuff like that it's like it's 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 like a twitter feed but specifically for your youtube page so people have to like go to your it's it's honestly it is lit i have been in the community section of my page mitch taught me about it and bitch i stay over there it is Amazing! Wow! Now, so now I, you so, I, so you so you so you're gonna turn your back on all of our patrons like that? Wow! Wow, Nini, no, we I'm see you Patreon, exactly I'm who in you the are. Patreon too. You are really trying to be on one today. I'm in a good mood. Oh, thank you for chat. I'm in a good mood now because I was a, a little bit annoyed. You know, see, um, Bob, I know exactly how to get you happy. When Bob, listen, when Bob started this call, all I saw was danger. I was like, danger, danger, red lens were flashing. I was like, okay, always no. All I said was, why are you going to have drag? Monet is not going to acknowledge that she's in the middle of getting drag. <laughs> now, I, my question is, did you start too late or did you? This was the plan all along. I was like, I'll do watchery half because I because because I hate doing stuff. And people don't realize drag has, has an aspiration. And when you work on movie sets or you do like a TV show or whatever, uh, the general public does, is not aware that drag expires after a while. So I did this thing yeah. the other day and they wanted me to get ready at 
at like 9 a.m., but we weren't filming until 3, but we had like two rehearsals in there. I was like, guys, I'm going. I'm not getting ready at 9 a.m. for a thing at 3 o'clock. By the time 3 o'clock, I'm going to be oily. It's going to look a mess. So I have to do something yeah. later. Drag has, a, drag has a very short shelf life. Hello. Very short shelf life. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, I mean, I still don't like the look. So let's talk about <laughs> this episode of RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we are on episode seven of rupaul's drag race season 13 which one would say is the unlucky season but they're kind of lucky well let's see let's see how it ends before we decide if these bitches are lucky because you know also could it be worse what happened with 12 with um being in the cast so we'll see all right so the girl so we're in we're in the fallout after the elimination and uh candy's talking about her feelings about eliminating Tamisha. Ooh, girl, we get the <clears throat> iconic reading challenge. She wrote early this season, but we still love her. Um, the fallout at the top of the notes. episode, we see that Candy, you see, all these fans thought Candy hates Tamisha. Candy is the worst person in the world. She doesn't care about Tamisha. Candy, literally at the top, she was like, I thought I would be happy about this. She's like, I'm sad. I re- I'm really sad that I sent Tamisha home. And I like that. It's a very human moment for Candy's having. Well, and I know that feeling. I, I know the feeling of sending home your rival for the season, which was Derek Barry, and it doesn't feel, um, you don't feel vindicated. You kind of feel like, oh no, like this is, we never got to resolve it. Is Mitch rising in his Oh my, did you see that? Okay, y'all yeah. can't see this. Mitch, I was like, does Mitch have a drone um, computer camera? That shit was, it was very strange. <laughs> Not Mitch over there flexing with his with his fucking special camera. <laughs> Wait, is this your basement, Mitch? Oh, you really jazzed it out. It was so different. Anyway, sorry. Oh, so the whole desk is moving. Word. So you. So let me get this clear. You're sitting at a standing desk. Go off. Um, Mitch, <laughs> you need to include you need to include your video in the this little portion in the Patreon exclusive. Um, yeah, I know what it's like to send home your rival for the season, and it doesn't feel powerful. It, it feels bitter. It is bittersweet. It's actually it's just bitter. Like, it, but you're happy. It is bittersweet because you're oh, happy that you stayed. Yeah. But but sending someone home, it doesn't feel good. It feels like fuck. I just sent someone home. I you say what two girls home. I Three don't agree. With, I, I don't agree with that. When I send someone home again, I didn't have a rival. But when I send girls, like when I send Mayhem home, and when I sent uh, who a Dusty home. I was not sad. Like I was like, I like when you see me sad in the workroom when we go back. I'm sad for me. I was like, bitch, you could almost went home. I was not like, Damn. oh no, they went home. I generally did not feel that. Genuinely, cold blooded, cold blooded. <laughs> She's a cold hearted bitch. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about no other bitches, no other hoes. <laughs> Um, right, let's talk about this reading challenge. Did any of these reading cha- reads stick out to you? Yes, I have my faves. Okay, so my first one was when Rosé said, Candy, you've eaten a lot of it. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, what? I love that one. Mix, uh, there's so many different communities represented. Gay, trans, pug, and she pointed to Candy. I was like, that's That was the best one. one. I think the pug was probably the best one of the night for me. That one really tickled me pink. I laughed very hard at that one. Yeah, that was good. Um, I would, I thought it was really interesting that Olivia is like reading, but she's like, and you, she's doing, she, she's doing the Olivia. She's like, and you, Candy, you, and can get She's well, she's know, a Diana Ross of drag. Like the, um, well, she's a little bit like the um, the 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 Sis guy in the house on Pose. He's always like. Oh, 
Oh he yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but yeah, she's really cute. <laughs> Um, Candy confirmed something that you and I have, well, not, I, I can't speak for you, but I was, I have been done known in my brain, in my mind that Utica has a, has a bad, a big ass dick. Well, do you, do you think that Utica, do you think that's confirmed or you think she's just assuming the way you're assuming? Well, well, I would say for, I saw a lot of the, in my season, I saw a lot of the girls junks because, you know, when the cameras are like out of the room, everyone is like unsuckling like you normally you, do. Cause you were looking, cause you were looking, Lou. You know, I, 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 I will say, you know, I'll let like much like Kennedy Davenport, I'll keep this eye straight, but I'll use this one to like, you know, eye around the room. I'm like, <laughs> I have to go. I have to go. Guys, I, I have to you. leave. <laughs> Oh my God, Mo! Somebody woke up on. Woo! All right, mistake. I mean, yeah. Well, that is true. When you're the when you're in the workroom, you see nudity. Um, some people, like for example, if anyone has ever toured with Naomi Smalls, has seen Naomi Smalls completely nude. And I mean, walking around in. When I say com- I mean completely nude. Anyone who's ever toured with um, Violet has Girl. seen her walk around in just a gaff. That silk, like champagne colored, um, uh, cam- cam- uh, like what do you call it? Silk robe, kimono, the robe type thing, and then a pair, of, a pair of uh, like Louboutins or something. So, and, and, there, but, but the thing about newbies. Violet, Violet is into this like very like you know this period style. So, so well, I guess that it doesn't have to be the period, but Violet just has a full thick ass bush protruding from her gaff, and that shit cracks me up. Yeah, there. Yeah, there's a bush coming out. Coming out <laughs> now I'm intrigued. Okay, I want to talk about Elliot. Ooh. Even Elliot, when she was uh, she was like, "Yikes!" Like even Elliot was like, Ugh. "Yeah, yeah." And I get, and you know, and comedy is not everyone's thing. Everyone can't can't deliver jokes and land jokes. So I get it. But like from the time that you're there and you know who the girls are, just in case you get to the reading challenge, just have some ready. Oh, maybe she did do that, and she's just not a comedy queen. She doesn't know how to land a joke. I mean, she had that cape. Like, where did that cape come from? Like. <laughs> What was up with that cape? Yeah, well, I thought that she was gonna make like a bull joke at Candy, like you know, like you know, like Toro, like you know, like the the matadors, how they have the red thing for the bulls. I thought that's what she was going, so, but it that that joke did not go where I thought it was going. I was like, work, Elliot. Super, you're super annoying. So fly away. I was like, girl, what the? <laughs> even you, even 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 Elliot was like, that was that was. Elliot with no jokes. Simone was funny. I thought Simone, you know what? More and more I get so surprised by Simone. Like she, which which we'll talk about later in the episode, but she's like funny. She can do, she can, she can deliver some jokes. She looks good. Like every time I like, like she gives like another thing every week. I'm like, work girl. She's fierce. Yeah. Simone is great. I mean, we'll we'll get to who I thought should have won this episode later down the line, but Simone is just fully amazing. Um, also, were you triggered when you when you heard it was going to be the Bossy Rossi episode? Girl, you, I was literally, I was, yes, 100%. That was, but to be fair, you know what? I was both triggered and happy because that was the moment that I it switched for me. And I was like, okay, so they mm. want you to be extra. What <laughs> improv troops are in Utica? 
She's like, I've just been in lots of improv troupe. What improv troupe? <laughs> Bitch, I looked up the Utica population. It's not that many people. <laughs> I'm going to look it up right now. The population of Utica, ding, ding, ding. There are 60,000 people in Utica. This is a very small. No, this is, this is, a, is she from Utica from upstate New York, right? No, she's from Utica, like someone in the middle of the country. Oh, wait, is she from a different Utica? Yeah, not Utica, New York. She's from Utica somewhere else. Can we please find out what, what Utica she's from? Um, but, like, what improv troupe is going on? I was like, not. She's like, and I'm the. I steal the scenes, honey. I'm like, what I do is I steal the scenes. Okay? So, and as soon as she said that, I was like, this bitch is setting herself up to really. I'm looking it up right now because she also posted a picture in front of. Utica's population. Bitch, there are 291 people that live in Utica. <laughs> 291 people. Who is on this improv tree? Who? Girl, let me tell you, more people audition. More people audition for Drag Race than are in the fucking pop, the, the town of, that she's from. Bitch, like, my graduating high my my graduating uh, high school class, and I went to a tiny ass school, had more people than you than that fucking pop. Than the pop Monet, my old building in New York City, there are more people <laughs> living in my building than there are in the my building, not my block, my building. There are bitch, there are more people at um, at the Meth Gala Super Spreader event in Hell's Kitchen than, than there are in Utica. Utica, Utica, Minnesota. Minnesota is where yeah, she's from. Yeah. Girl, I was um, like, you better work. Not 291 people. I'm gagged. So they are doing Bossy Rossi and another group challenge. I feel like there have been so many group challenges. Is that maybe maybe because this season is already so far along, but it, it's not in so many ways. I feel like, I just feel like there's been so much group stuff. I'm like, Lord. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, well, no, we did some, there were some design challenges and stuff. One. But I think also because, yeah, I guess there was one. But there are also just so many fucking people. You have to put them in groups. And we spent three episodes not eliminating anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we're at week seven. We've only had four eliminations, which is a gag. gag. Okay, so now they are partnered up in their little groups. And um, they're, like, fighting over the roles they're going to get. Last episode, the uh, uh, Michelle challenge candy to not always do like her bronzing and try to like expand her rises and try to like you know d- uh, put in some different you know dynamics of her of different yeah. variations of her personality and she's trying to apply in the challenge which which is a scary thing when the judges give you a critique and it's like okay now i gotta do this or else i'm literally gonna go home so it's it's stressful so i feel her trying to do it like either it's, it's like either you poop or get off the pot it was like when they uh told dick Berry to strip, switch up her eyebrow and then she came back looking crazy as hell but they commended her for it. They were like, thank you for trying. Thank you for the effort. Now, now go home. <laughs> I really appreciate the effort. That being said, please see your way out. Please. Well, y'all are shady. Y'all should have said something to her in the workroom. Y'all should have been like, babe, they look a little crazy. You might want to try. Y'all didn't even try to help okay. that girl. Listen, you've never done drag race with Derek Barry. You cannot <laughs> reason with her. You can't like when Derek Barry is convinced of what she's convinced of. It is that's a wrap. I remember okay. telling Derek because w- once Derek did her her uh, her kid look, and uh, so Kim kid and look, Derek were very 
So in, in our book ball, the first look we had to be babies. Oh, we had to have yeah. baby looks. So we were all getting our baby looks together. And then Kim and Derek were doing this thing where they were making really form-fitted gowns. And then I looked over and I was like, you know, that's not how that's supposed to be. We're supposed to look like we're, and I, I don't, you know, because you know this. We have, so this is a little insider tea for y'all. When you get the challenge, um, RuPaul says it to you, and then a challenge producer comes over, reads the challenge out to you verbatim, every single thing, takes out a phone and records you saying, I understand. I think it's for insurance purposes. So I busted out the paper and I was like, it says right here, like big oversized clothes should look like a baby. And then Kim was like, oh, you know what? I must have missed that. So then Kim switched up her thing and made something different. But Derek was like, I like it. I think it's great. <laughs> and I was like, but it says right here, don't do what you're doing. And she was like, I think it looks really nice. And I was like, all right, sis, go off. <laughs> are you, uh, at, you know? at, at when they pick the teams, are you nervous? Like, just thinking about the girls in the groups, are you nervous about any of the teams? You're like, this is going to be a problem. Um, not really. There's people I wouldn't want to be on a group with. Like, when I hear it's Boston Who? Ross, I wouldn't, I, would, I wouldn't want to be in a group with Elliot. I wouldn't want to be in a group with, I guess, just Elliot. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe, um... I'm trying to think if anyone else has a particularly hard time. Everyone else has excelled in some... Oh, or Denali. If it's coming, I wouldn't want to be in a group with Denali particularly. Yeah, yeah. I I, I agree. I would not want to be with Denali. Um, I wouldn't mind Elliot because there was something else he had to act in and Elliot was fine. He wasn't great, but he was fine. I wouldn't be like, ugh. Like, like when, they, when, they said the act, when they said the dancing channel last week, I would have run to Elliot and Denali. I would right. rant to them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but when it comes to acting, I'd have been like, nah, I'm, I'm going to go to either Tina or maybe um, like Olivia. or. I know. would go with, I would run to Simone. Simone. Actually, I went with Simone first. Yeah. I, I would, would be like, Simone bitch. First, yeah. But but they didn't get to. They, they just grouped them by who you were standing by. And this is just to let y'all know, because y'all, there are all these fan cons- conspiracy theories. Oh, they set that up. No. Like, when you go in lineup to go see Rue, they don't, or when Rue comes in, they don't, like, switch the lineup. Like, when you get to your spot, like, no, that's just where you is. are. Huh? The most they will ever do is uh, have you scoot forward or stand. Well, we, we usually rush over, and yeah. they'll ask us to stand in a line yeah. so that they can film us. But they, and at least on season eight and I guess season 10 and All-Stars 4, yeah. they were not rearranging us. We just go over there and we're just standing where we're standing. So there's no like, oh, oh, okay. So they put them on a group. And they, to my knowledge or my experiences, that has never been the case. It's all real. And also, people don't, I don't even realize this or not, but back in back in the day, I don't know if they still, I don't know if they still haven't paid attention, but uh, everyone's like, they set up the way they went on the runaway. Whenever they would pick like um, groups, like who would go first? Like, for example, me Naomi and Kim going at the finale, we just went in alphabetical order. Right. So I went first, then, um, you know, whatever. <laughs> alphabetical order. Both Kim, like, then Naomi. Both was like, one plus two plus three. Uh, J. <laughs> <laughs> carry, carry the T. Uh, scoop up the L. Um... 
Hey everybody, I'm sure by now you've heard some of our live episodes using the Stereo app. Now remember to download it to get into all the action. Stereo is a free live broadcasting social platform that enables people to have real conversations in real time. That's right, as we're recording the episodes, we're taking questions and comments from our fans live. We do things like ask us anything, give relationship advice, and we even do trivia sometimes. Check out our social to see when we schedule upcoming live shows on the Stereo app. Download the free Stereo app and follow me and Monet Exchange so you can connect with us whenever we go live. Go to Stereo.com slash BobTDQ to get started. Again, that's Stereo.com slash BobTDQ. Thanks a lot, y'all. Is music a big part of your life? Let me tell you about Anchor, Spotify's podcasting platform. They're creation tools that allow you to easily and quickly record and edit right from your phone or computer. And best of all, Miss Stang, she is free. With Anchor, you can create a Music Plus talk show. With Music Plus Talk, you can add any songs from Spotify directly to your episodes, alongside talk segments featuring your commentary. Miss Day, this is revolutionary. This is the future. This is happening now. Music Plus Talk is a new way to create with all the music that you love. The possibilities are endless for what you can create, whether it's from music analysis, your own radio show, a hosted playlist, a deep dive on your favorite genre or artist, or something the world's never heard before. You can do it with Anchor Music Plus Talk. Anchor will even help publish your show on Spotify so you can reach hundreds of millions of listeners. Got an idea for a Music Plus Talk show? Just head over to anchor.com fm slash music plus talk. That's anchor.fm slash m-u-s-i-c-p-l-u-s-t-a-l-k to sign up for Anchor and make your own Music Plus Talk show for free. Okay, so let's talk about this little, when they're in their little group. Okay, I, first of all, I love that Olivia fought for the role she wanted. That's what Candy's group needed a while back. When Candy's like, nah, I'm this one. I'd have been this like, is, no, let's, let's, let's talk I like, about this. I like both approaches, but I like Olivia. Olivia, she literally said, she was like, yeah, we can like say that we're like thinking about it, but I know the role I'm going to do. I was like, that's the energy for bitches trying to get on season 14 and 15 and Spain or whatever. That's the energy you need to do. When you know there's a role that you want to do, because if if she would have done another role, maybe she would have been terrible. She would have went home. She was like, I see the but role also, I want to do. kind of though, but kind of like, for example, if I would have ran into that candy energy, even if I didn't want the role, bitch, now that's the role I want. Now what we gonna do? <laughs> now what we gonna do? Now we gotta so hear your in the room. Okay, what if okay, what if you and I were on let's in, in, in another reality, you and I were on drag race and we're in the same group and I want that role. And I'm like, no, this is the role I want. Well, how how how, how are we gonna figure it out? Because I'm not giving it up either. What so I what's would, up? What I would probably say is, I would say, okay, so why don't we turn this over to the rest of the group? We will both audition for the role, and whoever gets it gets it. <laughs> not an audition. I would turn. I would turn to democracy, Monet. Well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I would. I would not. I would not relent because there's no saying that we have to do it that way. I'm like, no. Then I'm then, be like, then, bitch, I wouldn't relent either. So now what are we gonna do? See, I'm trying to come up with solutions. I'm like, our solution is we both want it. I think what, we, what would be fair is if we both audition for it. it th- listen, th- I had the same situation when I was doing the um in the, in my in my season. We wanted the the music, and they wanted the other kind of music. I said, let's talk about this. Let's talk about this full fantasy. 
Well, no, you know what? Because Bob is very good with his words. Bob is very good at arguing, and I don't be like, no, I'm not arguing. I was like, I'm not giving it up. This is what I want to do. I'm not. I'm not doing a debate. I'm not doing an audition. This is what I want to do. I want to do Kim Cattrall. And I'd be like, oh, so you think we just do what you want to do? You think you just walk in here, you pick, and everyone just does what you say? That's how you think RuPaul's Drag Race works? You are under the impression that we all just do what the fuck you say do. No. No. And then we would have a headbutt. But I do like, I like the way Olivia did it, though, to be honest. It was smart. It was very smart, and she it, it made it seem very diplomatic, but she still got what she wanted, and was worth, which was bad for Utica, but we'll talk about that later. And, girl, here we are. We're in the challenge. The challenge. Bossy Rossi Monet's your favorite. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Fuck that nigga. So the yeah. first, do you have the groups written down? The I first should. one is um, La La Rie, Rosé, and Denali. Rosé is so good. Rosé is great. Um, Denali's so doing a great job. Surprisingly, why, 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 shockingly, we... she's doing really well. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I can't tell you anything funny, but it is shocking to me at this point, actually. Um, and I don't think Lala Ree's doing a bad job. I feel like they're like lean, like making it seem like she's stank and she maybe isn't brilliant, but I mean, like, I don't think she was the worst. Yeah, I don't think she was the worst, but it definitely wasn't a. I, I guess in like the scene with compared to the other two, it just felt like subpar to how because Rose is honestly really funny and she's yeah. a good actor, so she probably in comparison to the other two. I love when she walked in and she was like, "Oh, the light." She's like, "Oh, remind me of my neighborhood back home." Yeah, it's really funny. That trip that I, that took me. I don't know if the I don't know if the trust fall idea was hers or if that was. I, I've never done one of the improv challenges like that. Do they give you any? Build yes, up, when do you do the improv? Yeah, when it, when you do the improv, you have like five, like oh, four or five bullet points to hit. Like for example, when we did the Jersey Justice, that that food fight that was in there. No, like there there needs to be a food fight, and like like two other little things were in there, but they were like little beats that you should make sure you hit. Well, I mean, I thought that the the trust fall was probably one of the funniest things in the sketch. I just laughed the idea of being like, you need to do a trust fall. <laughs> He needs to do a trust fall with your imaginary boyfriend. That really tickled me. Yeah, I I thought group one was strong. And I, I, honestly, I thought all three groups were strong. Well, not strong. All three groups were good. But I thought group one was a strong group. Like, uh, overall. But the I just don't like this acting like the like, like Lala Ree was staking up the room. Like, it was weird. She yeah. was not that bad. And it was kind of irritating me, to be honest. Well, I think a lot in Drag Race is that you have to compare it to the others, right? So if everyone is good, someone has to, in the good, someone has to be at the bottom of good. And I think she's at the bottom of the good. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so who's, who's our next group? Our next group is uh, Utica, Got Mick, and um, Olivia. Okay. Okay, let me say my opinion. First of all, obviously the two best ones are uh, Got Mick and Olivia. And I do think that, you know, the brand of humor that Utica is employing is like using doesn't vibe with the rest of the humor. So it takes it out of it. She's doing almost a completely different type of humor, mm-hmm. which I can see what. And I'm not saying that it didn't work, but it just was not working with what was going on. Because what was going on before was very slapstick and uh, physical comedy. And then she was more interested in these like these uh, the absurdity of like a, I mean, I'm sure maybe one of the beats was the mime mom, the mime's mom talks too much, 
But I don't know. It, it, it was it was the absurdity of like, I went to Starbucks and I wanted this, but I got this, and they wanted this, and, I, and they didn't tell me this. And I, it didn't land. I mean, maybe, yeah. if that per, maybe if that character was speaking like a mile a minute, yeah, like really talking very very fast. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, 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 like drastic. Obviously, your mind doesn't speak. So having someone who speaks just super fast and a lot would, yeah, that would land better. Oh, my God. You're so good at comedy stuff. I also think that what was making it funny was Mick. You, what Olivia was doing was funny, but it was Mick. Like, every, you, Olivia would do it. But then the laugh wouldn't come until, until Mick, Mick described commented it. commented on it. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. That being said, though, something about... Mixed cadence takes me out of the role she's doing. I don't know if that's weird to say or like if people understand what I'm saying. Like, because Mick talks. Well, this is like, California. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, very... if you're and if you're gonna be this like psyche, like this like like psychology doctor, like I I wish you to change, like try to do a different affectation with a voice to make that come to life. But she she just sounds like got Mick, which is like very LA, yeah. very that. So it kind of takes me out of the role. But she's funny though. But that's the only thing I'm like. Ugh. I agree. I yeah. do think she should have invoked an older cadence yeah. of speech. Just try, yeah. just try to sound 40. How, yeah. how, do, how do your parents sound like right. that? You know what I mean? Right, 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 right. Um, but yeah, it was very like, girl. Yeah, and I'm like, you're like this doctor with like, and I'm not saying that someone who talks like that can't have a book or be a doctor, but, you know. I Drag like, them. <laughs> <laughs> it would have changed it it would have made it, to me it would have put her as like as a winner if she would have if that was changed to make her uh her character a little more dynamic yeah so i mean i just feel like like for also since she did the turning butter joke which was pretty good and i think that's where olivia was leading her but i think once she stopped for the ice cream she should be like oh yeah she stopped to lick a dick like that would have been that would have been a great flip because yeah. we all like she should have been like, oh, she did stop to like lick a dick, but then she yeah. went right back to it and she ran. Um, yeah, yeah. But anyway, that being said, I do think this scene was overall funny, and I do think that Utica was the the weak link of this scene. I'm gonna say this right now. I think if not next season, in a season or two, Bob is gonna be a guest judge on Drag Race, and you're gonna be directing, and you're like your role as the as the guest that on, on that episode is gonna be directing one of these scenes. I think you you'd be so great. I think I'd be. I think I'd do a good job. I mean, when, when, I was but, shocked when they did the when when they did the uh, when they would invite queens back to do walkthroughs, and they invited like uh, Jinx Monsoon did a walkthrough for Snatch Game, Bianca did a walkthrough, and then Vanjie. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Vanjie for Snatch Game? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. But also, like, like they had Alyssa do a dance, a te- like teaching a dancing thing. Maybe yeah. they won't be seeing me at World of Wonder. You know what I mean? I no, no, no. I think I didn't even get the call. Um, <laughs> let's keep scrolling through. <laughs> Next group three was um, Candy and Simone, which was okay. I had thoughts about this one. People. I thought Candy, yes, did. Oh, by the way, Candy was giving very Monet Exchange and Jersey Justice, literally the same color dress. And uh, Mitch, can you please put a side by side of Candy and me and my Jersey Justice looks? Girl, twins. Um, you are you are the leading historian on Monet Exchange outfit during challenges. You are you have. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta um, keep track, bitch. Simone is a she is so good in this scene i think she's so funny all of her choices are really good and she's just 
funny, so well-rounded. And Candy is good, but I feel like Simone, Ross is commenting like how Candy is like, but again, maybe it's one of those things because he's actually there and seeing the whole thing. So he gets obviously the, the bigger picture. But watching yeah. it, like watching it last night, I feel like because Simone was so good, Candy was kind of pale in comparison to her. But some, Candy's no, so good. I can see that. I can yeah. Candy did a good job. I mean, yeah. Simone was, for me, the best in this whole challenge. She is so amazing. Like, for me, Simone was the best in this challenge. She did a yeah. really good job. I do think that Candy was playing the straight man um, and while Simone was the banana. Part of you doesn't realize if uh, Candy realizes she was supposed to be like, um, what's her name? Um, oh, oh um, Nicole Richie. Nicole Richie. Like, yeah. I, was like, I was like, do you know that you're Nicole Richie? Like, do you know that you're Nicole Richie in this moment? Yeah, I don't think she did either. And, 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 I, felt, and I felt like Simone knew that she was Paris Hilton. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. I mean, they also set her up with some great jokes. That betrayal candle, really, that was the most I laughed. Like those were so good. That candle called betrayal. That I was genuinely tickled. That yeah, that was funny. That made me laugh. I was, I was in, I was doing my makeup, and I actually like. I mean, I didn't really like laugh out loud in the channel, but when she said betrayal, I was like, "Girl, you better work." Yeah, while getting ready. Yeah, I agree. She someone was really good, and she hit all the beats, and yeah. Really good. Okay, let's talk about Elliot with two T's and Tina Burner. Okay, with, see, uh, I think Tina Burner was the best in the challenge. I think Tina Burner hit it out of the park. I think that her jokes all really landed, and she played. She was so big, which is again, it just. I, I thought Tina smashed it. I loved her performance. To be honest, you might be right, but I feel like the issue with it for me is because you might be right. I think Tina Burner actually did crush it and do a good job, but like. Simone had a great scene partner who was able right. to get a lot out of her. Right, and right. And Tina Burner was doing all the legwork. I mean, at the beginning, bitch, I thought Elliot was talking like she was on NPR. <laughs> Elliot was like, yeah, me and Tina have been friends from... Ooh, a minute. And um, they just got... I was like, am I listening to This American Life? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was like, she was so lacking energy. Which, honestly, Bob, again, which kind of makes Tina Burner even shine even brighter for me because it's like if you're doing a scene and that's what you're fucking working with is like and you were still be able yeah. to make me laugh i'm like girl you did a lot of hard fucking work and i think she really turned it off for me i, I guess so I, I was thinking myself what in the ira glass is going on right now girl <laughs> but i do think that uh tina was good for me simone was number one tina was number two but when we get to the runaway we'll find out why tina wasn't at the top <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, over the top of this too. I, I'm really, I'm really happy that they're talking about mental health this episode. Yes. Um. This this chat with Elliot about uh, uh, severe clinical depression, um, I think is super important, and I'm mm-hmm. really fucking glad they're having the chat. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree too. And I, and I think we learn a lot about Elliot, and we see a lot of why Elliot behaves the way that they do. And it's really eye-opening. And, like, you know, to comment, not to really go in-depth, but, like, the other stuff, does that absolve Elliot from past things he's posted on his Instagram and all the current drama going on right now? No. But it does give us a little insight as to why maybe Elliot functions that way. And, you know, and talking about mental health, which is something, A, black folk don't talk about a lot, uh, but the world at large doesn't really talk about mental health. So I'm happy that Drag Race with this huge platform is giving it the time and the light of day. 
And I hope that folks are not going to Elliot's page and giving Elliot a lot of, a lot of shit about, I mean, it is okay to call someone out for their things, but like, there, you, you know when you cross the line into bullying. You 100%, know. yeah. Like, you know when it becomes just bullying, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm also, uh, there was a line there where, where uh, Elliot goes, I just made up with Tina. And my first thought was Graham Norton in the early 2000s. That was Graham <laughs> I, 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 I screen grabbed it. Or I just like recorded my phone and I put it on uh, Twitter. And I literally just said Graham Norton in the early 2000s. I just made out with Tina. Um, <laughs> well, I cannot get, two things that I cannot get past my head is that uh, Tina Burner used to date Graham Norton. And that yeah. Kamala Harris used to date uh, Montel Williams. Williams. I cannot get this out of my head. Like, it's, it, Monet. You don't think it's crazy the vice president used to date Montel Williams? <laughs> no, girl. Listen, you know, you know all black people know each other. That that's not weird. That that's not crazy. <laughs> okay, you know the funniest part of the entire episode what? was the Maury recreation. Oh, that was really funny. So real. It was also whenever I was like, Lottery got an ass. I was like, Lottery was running with an ass. I was like, I didn't know she was packing all that back there, Miss Reed. <laughs> La uh, yeah, with, it was, I think it was El- Elliot with the Elliot the Jason boom. with the boom, <laughs> Mick with the camera, and <laughs> it was so, I was it like, really "Bitch, good. y'all should have found a way to work this into the challenge because this shit was so good." Oh also, yeah, there was one moment where, where Ross. There was one moment where Ross did not yes and, and I was so annoyed. Like someone said something, and Ross was like, "No, actually, blah blah blah," and I was like, "Oh, I don't." I don't remember. It, it didn't stick out to me. I also I also love that T.S. Madison is the guest judge. I know. I love Maddie so much. Love, love, love her. Which, by the way, bitch, she has she's getting her own show on We TV. So, T, so Maddie, if you see this, congratulations, girl. That's fucking major. A trans woman is having a, her very own personal show on a big major network. Like fucking work, bitch. That's everything. I think she might be the first black trans woman to have their own show. On I might be wrong. Don't don't don't. I mean, don't quote that. that, that <laughs> someone's gonna be like, actually, well, I, I didn't know Laverne Cox actually had a makeover show on MTV years ago. Did she? Before, yeah, it was a very short lived. Yep, it was called Transformations. And it was like a makeover show that Laverne Cox had. So and uh, I didn't, and I'm and, wrong, but, and James Charles was. I mean, James James and James was the co host. Oh my god! Yeah, exactly. Thank um, you. Thank you but what I think the moment that had me laughing the hardest was when RuPaul started quoting T.S. Madison. Oh, that bitch! Shit, I was <laughs> screaming. Uh, get a job. Suck, Suck a, a dick. dick. <laughs> Own a business. <laughs> and then and then Ross goes, "Wait, hold on. Go slower. I'm, I'm trying to take notes." That shit was really funny, Ross. <laughs> you better step your pussy up. Uh, get a job. Own a business. Suck a dick. When RuPaul said suck a dick, I don't know why. That really, that really took me out. It I didn't know you out. could I, say I was, dick was, on TV. I was like, oh, this not censored? Okay. Well, I probably got bleeped. I mean, where did you watch it? I probably got bleeped oh, on right, TV. Oh, right, right. I did watch it on Amazon Prime. We were right. Duh. Okay, so let's talk about the runway. Let's, 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 let's get into these looks. Yes. The looks. Okay. First up, Denali. So, I mean, I. I think I like Denali's uh, taste level. Can I say that? I like this. I think it's cute. I think that I like this. She's uh, she's obviously supposed to be like a chandelier lamp. But what is to me? What is the one of the strangest things I think I've ever heard on Drag Race? She says, "I've been obsessed with lamps since I was a little boy," <laughs> and I was like, "Who 
is a, that is so strange. This is a strange thing to be obsessed with. <laughs> I love lamps. I love lamps. I don't deny myself. I have lamps every day. Uh, that is the joy for me. I love lamps. Uh, I was going to say, well, I and also like that she says, like, this is like completely like my idea. Like, I thought of this and I collaborated with like someone to make this. Like, I like that. It's not a reference on something. And again, nothing wrong with references. But I do like when someone is like, this is my complete yeah. thing that I thought of that I got made. And I like this. I think it's cute. I'm just intrigued that she was like, this this is my favorite. Life. I was like, it's fine. She was like, I told myself that one day I will walk on the main stage of RuPaul's Drag Race dressed as a chandelier and part of me says i mean go off but also like what a specific <laughs> unique <laughs> do you remember rupaul dressing like a chandelier for aj and the queen no i don't think i don't think i made it that far am i the one person who watched every episode of aj and the queen probably um, well, RuPaul, RuPaul is dressed as a chandelier. Mitch, if you could find that and put it side by side, that'd be great, too, because she, she has the exact same um, hand motions. But, right. I mean, anyway, the, the look is fine, but, like, I'm not crazy about it. Can we talk about Rosé, though? Oh, a serve, mama. Where uh, Abraham serve. This is the best she's looked 1,000%. There's, from the promo to the episodes to the challenges to the uh-huh. runway to New York City to every time I've ever... This is the best she has ever looked she looks incredible the colors i love the hair i love this makeup she i love this the shoes how it like brings out that like lime green neon slash neon whatever color it is she looks incredible i'm so proud of her she looks gorgeous she looks amazing stunning absolutely stunning i think rosé should be in the top I think Rosé should have been. Oh, I want. She was definitely she. And bitch, that's why when when it when it said she was safe, she had that that, that iconic Bianca, Jan, uh, all these other girls. Though. <laughs> also, I will say this. Okay, uh, and that was that was by Abraham Levy. You yeah. ever had Abraham Levy outfits? Yeah, Abraham Levy did my season. My all. Oh, that's right. Let me let me get let, no no let, let me let me. It was the clear. Was the was the was the category stones or? It was fantastic plastic. There we go. It was your clear look. He did another did. one, yeah, Bob. Do you don't know the other one? Your mermaid look. No, that was F- Fifi O'Hara made my mermaid look. Well, she made the shielding. I oh my made God. the they, Is that why they put you in the bottle? Because they knew it was Fifi? <laughs> they was like, oh, we ain't gonna get away with this. Fifi's now, fucking... Monet, wait, Monet, who... Who made that again? Who made that again? <laughs> Can oh. I just tell you, Fifi is so Fifi made all of that out of cardboard and hodgepodge, like glue. She made it, then she painted I mean, it. it. It is one of the most stunning things I have. I still have it. I'm never giving it away because it's so well done. Like Fifi turned me out. You never give like kind of like that motocross jacket you said you give, but you're never giving away giving that away either. All right, um, let's go over to um, La La Ree. I mean, it's a little basic. It's basic. I will say though, her face is and her hair is always so stunning. Like, look at this still we have here. The picture on the right. Look at her face. She looks like some like '90s model. Also, the nude to her skin is literally like perfect. I wish though she would have put because you can tell it's like that like lycra like shiny spandex. I wish it was more matted so it looks more like skin. Like it was yeah. so shiny. Um, but yeah, it is on the basic. She could have put a layer of a of a of a of a brown mesh over it to just. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's, it's very uh, Kennedy Davenport dance tights. You know how Kennedy Davenport wore those shiny tights? Yeah. Or Lady Bunny. 
Lady yeah. Bunny wears those shiny, shiny Shaquita. tights. Yeah, it, it, they, they're trying to look like Simone's skin in real life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with that being said, it is it is a little basic. And I'm sorry, but if she, you know what would what what would have shifted it from basic to above basic had she slapped a corset on? If Lollary would have had a corset that had her body giving us va va boom, it would have stepped up the mm-hmm. look a little more and really give it like that oomph, you know. Yeah, it's basic. She's pretty, but it is basic. I don't hate it. But if, she, if I saw the club, I'd be like, oh, hey. And I would just keep moving. Yeah, I would have been like, girl, where did you get that? Yeah, I agree. And I wouldn't be like, ew. I'd be like, oh, okay. Um, let's talk about Got Nick wearing Marco Marco. So good. I, so good. Yeah. I love the idea of doing anime. I don't love the cheek thing she did with her makeup, but everything else I like. Why? That's what she's accentuating the whole balls a uh, sphere look. It's like even it has like gradient. No, I, it's like I, I get it. I get it. <laughs> I just don't want it. Like I just don't I don't like it. I mean everything else looks great. Everything else I love about this look. I don't particularly care for that cheap detail. Oh, I love it. I think it looks so stunning. I love this look. It's such a it's a it's such a smart way to go. I would never think of being anal beads. Uh- <laughs> That shit is so funny, and I like it that it's a different silhouette. It looks like it's 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 on the mod side of things. I love it. I yeah. think this is stunning. I love this look. Me too. This is great. She would have fucking worked. Um, let's talk about uh, Olivia Lux. Who? Oh my god! This is the second time we've seen this hair. So my question is, I wonder. I'm gonna check her Instagram. Who did the hair? Because this looked like some hair Edward Scissorhands did. As you know, I love Edward. Edward made those. Did so you think Edward made the hair for both girls and sent it out to both and was like, I ain't gonna say nothing? Well, he did. Definitely- you know, Edward joined, you know, Edward says he joined our Patreon. Did he really? Yeah, he joined our Patreon. This is yeah. on this is on Edward's page. Edward made this hair. I don't know if he made candies though, but he definitely made this one. I'm not trying to compare, but this is better than one candy had. This oh, is this is light years better than candies. Look at everything. Edward knows how to snatch yeah. a baby hair into a wig. I fucking love Edward. Um, he's so good. Yeah, I, I have some Edward hair, and I'm not here, but in my life. Mm-hmm. And girl, Edward hair be oh, oh, we so not not a not a shit. Double, double wigs. <laughs> oh, wait, is there an Instagram called Double Wigs? <laughs> yes. Wait, Jacob, what do you, Jacob, what do you, is, is this an Instagram ref, reference? Double, double D, D wigs, wigs, like yeah. titties. And listen, okay, and we don't mean to. was made by Double D wigs, and Olivia's was made by Edward Scissorhands. What, and we're not trying to Edward Scissorhands, not Edward's Scissorhands. <laughs> what did I say? Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> Oh, maybe Dave, it's, 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 so, it's so close together. And we're not trying to shade Double D wigs, we're just saying. And also, maybe Candy had it for a while before the show. Maybe Olivia got it for the or hers for Drag the show, so, so it's super fresh. But Edwards looks really good. The one that she wearing. That being said, Olivia Drag was, her. Olivia's like, I wanted to do this look and this hair because, like, um, because you know, paying homage to black girls. She was like, black girl. Oh, she said, I was obsessed with black girls with beads, but those aren't beads in here. Those are bobos. If she was doing beads, they're be barrettes. The they're called. Well, we call them bobos in New York. You got bubbles in your hair. Oh, and in Georgia we call them barrettes. So I was also kind of like, when I think black girls with beads, I think Venus and Serena. Exactly, that's like, what I'm thinking about. Yeah, yeah. So like this is not like if if the category is beads, I can count these. Hello, I can count how many how many barrettes you got in your hair. Oh no no no! But her no she had she had the belt that had beads on them. That's what she, which I'm like, oh, I'm right, like, well, 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 not a belt, not a belt. 
I'm like, um, Rose has literally a eight thousand two hundred and twenty nine beads on, and she has four. I was like, if anyone you can read anyone for not embracing the materials, which you know I fucking hate when they said that to you because you did embrace the materials. If you're gonna read someone for not embracing the materials, this bitch has like four beads on her outfit. <laughs> yeah, that's that's not the it for me. Okay, let's talk about Utica. Okay, you, all these jokes about Utica being creepy and weird. It, 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 it's coming to light right here. This, this is like a bloody bride. Okay. I mean, she looks fine. There's nothing, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with this look. By the way, you know that Vogue retweeted her? Oh, yeah. And they, they, put, bitch, they put her fucking looks in an article. Like, I feel like back when I was on Drag Race, people were not getting shout outs like this. I mean, fucking oh, yeah. uh, Rihanna is DMing people. Vogue is Don't uh, putting, trigger me on like, this fucking podcast. Don't fucking trigger me, bitch. It's just it's. It, I mean, I'm 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 very happy for you, and and I, and I actually do think that Utica is probably one of the best style queens of this season, legitimately. That being said, this look is perfectly fine. Yeah, I lo- well, I will say I love this deconstructed gown thing. Like when you like when when you start moving and you start from the side, it's like three separate pieces for this like two mermaid thing. I love that. Like if I was to ever get married in a gown, not the, excluding the blood thing, I would want to have a little bottom like that. I'm not in, I'm not in love with this harnessy situation. Maybe because for me, I don't know that would work so well on my body. But I love the bottom of it. I really love it, especially when it was moving. Yeah, the bottom looks really nice. Yeah, she better work. Um, oh the best. my god, the best Candy she's ever Hughes fucking looked in life. Looked so good on. Oh my god, so I remember fucking being like, good. This is this is the top two of the week. Oh. This was amazing, amazing. It was immaculate. It was stunning. The the tones, these nude and tan tones Girl. with her caramel skin and the titties and the and the titties the out titties. with the. With the, with the you see, Candy's this one of those amazing. girls. See, I'm a big girl with some with some tittage, but Candy has the right amount of tittage where it looks good. Me, I just look like a flat, flabby B cup. Candy Muse looks like a tight A, so it just looks good. She looks. I well, I think it, it might be because Candy. I think you gain weight and lost weight, and I think Candy's still on the up and up. So I don't think that her titties have deflated, which is why they're still full. She looks. So, I. And when she came out, I was I was I was sitting down. Yeah, y'all know I always eat and watch drag race. I had to sit up from the chair. I was like, "Work, Candy. This is so good. I love it, love it, love it." Love yeah, it. it's this is again. This is the best she's looked all. Season. Well, okay, no, the promo is still her best. Oh yeah, the promo. The promo is still her best. This rivals the but promo for this me is, though. This is. It's honestly, it's close. Like this is a this is Monique V. No, this out is out of Chicago. I yeah, been, what, V Monique, V Monique. Yeah, out of Chicago, right? Yeah, she's so yeah, she's amazing. So V Monique is this like mom in Chicago who makes outfits for like all these pageant queens. I tried to get, I tried my hardest to get an outfit from her, but she doesn't speak English, so we had a really hard time communicating yeah. back and forth. But like she be making outfits that shut shit down. Yeah, she's amazing. She makes and uh, she, by the way, she only communicates through Facebook, and like she. Like you can you you can't you you have the she doesn't have an Instagram I don't maybe she has one now she does she has she an Instagram like book yeah. her through Facebook yeah but um, she's amazing she's amazing she makes a lot of plastic stuff fun fact she makes a lot of um Patrick Star stuff 
She makes a lot of oh, stuff that Patrick Starr wears, and she's really good. She made this gown for Jasmine Rice for when Jasmine Rice was a top three in Continental. It's like this beautiful gold mm-hmm. and silver thing. It's it, it was incredible. She's V Monique, and she's amazing. Let's reach out to V Monique to make us like complimentary gowns. I'm into that. Are you gonna are are, 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 are for this look? Do you are you gonna like shoot it and like post it before we get to do anything with it together? you need to calm down. This is uh, you need to calm down, now, son. <laughs> calm down. Make you listen to kids pop. Um, <laughs> Monet, this one we will get them together. We'll do them in tandem. Well, let's move on. So we'll be talking to Monique. We'll get matching garments. Um, okay, so Simone looks. I, I actually, you know what? I'm not mad at the no hips. Something about I, this I, one, I disagree. I disagree. I, I she I was like, this would have been amazing if there was a little hippage on it. Like she doesn't need a little. It's well, this is why I say down. no. It's because it's a low rise. If the if the uh, the panty waist moment was above her belly button, I would say it needs a hip. But because it's a low rise moment, it gives me something that I'm I'm into. Um, and, and I think if the trade off is not seeing her like shining, glistening skin and seeing a hip, I'd rather see the skin. For this true, true. If she had to put hips on, it would change just a little bit. But maybe perhaps, I don't, I don't know. I just, I would have liked just a tiny slither of a hip. It would just made it look even. Fair. And again, this is incredible. Also, who knew that Gigi Good was so good with hair? Look at Gigi Good did this hair. This is crazy. Gigi Good working Compton, apparently. You can know all about <laughs> black hair, girl. <laughs> Did you be doing all this nigga hair? Why not, did you get nothing about nigga hair? What the fuck's going G, on? Not Gigi doing hair over on Crenshaw Boulevard, girl. This is crazy. I'm gonna call and say, can I get some? Can I get some nigga hair, please? Because apparently you know what the fuck you're doing. <laughs> not nigga hair. <laughs> um, so I love that she's wearing this like Maasai tribe um, inspired piece, and it has some like a black American culture mixed in with the hair beads, but that might also be Maasai as well. So it's kind of like a combination of like black American, like African American and like Kenyan vibes mixed together, which is gorgeous. I This is my second favorite look on the runway. And I think she did the best in the challenge, which is why I think she should have won. Oh, okay. I can see that. That's like, well, get your friend. Get your friend, Monet. Get your friend. Get Tina Burner. Okay, well. Get your friend. <laughs> She she's obviously gonna, so what I so here's why I am not mad at this is because I think it's uh it's a call out to the opera Pagliacci these, these are I think she's doing like a Pagliacci thing which is why I'm like okay it's an no exact she's doing record. Mardi Gras she's doing Mardi Gras she said it oh <laughs> so now it's good <laughs> get your friend. I honestly think if this Tina is, had a is, if Tina had a better runway, she could have won the challenge. But this runway, I think, really set her back. A completely unnecessary. The first reveal was completely unnecessary. Yeah, and and it was a little clumsy too. And the second reveal wasn't. I mean, I'm kind of into the joke of the the titty thing. Oh, the gag, shall I say, the titty thing. Also, she did her makeup better on Instagram. Did you see her Instagram post about it? No, I'm going to look at the post. I, I, I did look at the picture. I don't look up close at the, at the, at the, at the makeup, though. Let me see. Tina Burner. Her makeup is better on the Instagram. 
Look at the applause. The one that says applause. Oh, yeah. It's way better on the IG. But also, because you can shoot it from the angle you want. You can, you know, spend more time on your makeup. You know, do all the extra bibbity bops. But Tina, girl, I can't. No. Mom, no. Uh, She could have won. If she had a better runway, she could have won. This, I I think this runway cost her a win. You know? It definitely did. I feel... uh, Let's see. Anyway, let's talk about Elliot. Elliot um, looks great. Elliot looks great. Amazing! Looks I amazing. love yeah. this. I love the whole flapper concept. I loved. Um, I loved the. I guess because beads, your mind goes to Mardi Gras. But I was like, three queens doing Mardi Gras. I was like, that's so crazy that that was the first direction everyone thought. I wouldn't think to go with beads. How, how how would you do beads? I would want to do a beaded um, caftan. And to be fair, this is heavily inspired by something I saw Asia O'Hara wear on Work the World. She had this beaded the yellow caftan one. look. Yeah. With these strings of uh, bugle beads. Bugle beads, when I say shine, and, and, and it's just pieces of plastic, iridescent plastic. Bugle beads shine like nobody's fucking business. Yeah. When this, when 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 Asia O'Hara came out on stage in this bugle beaded costume, I was like, what is my drag even doing here? I didn't believe <laughs> it. This is so gorgeous. Yeah, I think I think Elliot looks great. I think she looks she looks really this this, this is the best to me Elliot has looked on the show all season long. She looks great. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um, all right, whose look was the, whose look was the best? The best. I'm going to go with Rose. I think Rose looks so good. I love her proportions. I I love the hair. Rose is my strongest look this week. Well, okay, it's oh, the wait, best Rose has looked. But it's I the just, best Rose's look, but it was not the best look. I don't know. I just love it. Looks it. Lo- she looks like she's like a transformer, transforming into a fairy. I don't know. I just I and I love the colors. It was between her and Candy. From a what to a fairy, bitch? I don't know. A fucking car into a fairy, bitch? A transformer? Whatever they transform from. <laughs> well, they, they okay. They don't okay. They transform from uh, cars to robots. So I, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I think you're thinking of a completely different thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. And I love candies, too. It's really hard. It's really hard. If I had... I guess, you know, okay. Sorry. I, ha- I had to go with candy. Candy is the strongest look. This looks... Yeah. The colors, the the beading. The, it, she just looks so expensive. Candy is my, to- is my favorite look. I agree. Candy is the top look of the week. And who has the worst look of the week? The worst is going to be para mi... It's between Lala, uh, Lala, 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 and it's between Lala and Tina. But I'm gonna give it to Lala because at least Tina was like a fully realized concept, and there were like things. Lala is wearing the bare minimum for the challenge. Yeah, I'm gonna give it to Lala too. Like if I saw Tina's with a in a number or in some sort of a weird thing, it'd be fierce. I can't give Lala Ree's any justice. There's a hole. There's a hole in it. <laughs> it's just like. <laughs> Normally we talk about RuPaul's look, Jacob didn't pull Ru's look today, but she was wearing that that uh that asymmetrical red gown. She looked great. She, she looked great. great. Yeah, she looked yeah. great. You um, wanna do Evie Ali's right. drag race to Bob the Drag Queen? Evie Ali's drag race. All right, Florence Lee has nine outfits. Diego Montoya, where's he at, Mo? Diego Montoya is at four outfits. Black and white stripe is at four outfits. Coco Vega is at four outfits. And there's a new challenger, Joshua Aponte, is now in the running for he's tied 
They're, they're tied for second place between Diego, Black and White Coco, and Josh Aponte with four outfits. Work, 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 work. Um, Abraham Lee is coming up there, though. He has two. Incredible. Abraham has two looks. He has um, Rosé and Olivia's little black dress. So Abraham might be coming up, girl, because, you know, people. I'm sure the girl's going to reach out to him for something in the future. Evie's Drag Race. Listen, guys, if we miss one of your favorite looks, they're all on the Patreon. The entire hour and a half of this conversation is on Patreon if you want to see every single look that was on the runway. Oh, my God. Listen, are you enjoying our podcast? Let me tell you right now, if you really love Silver Driver, you're going to love our Patreon. Yes, our Patreon is fierce. She is the moment. She is the movement. And she is what you need to be doing right now. So, pause. you know what? Don't even pause the, the episode. Go and just type in your browser on Google, Patreon, Sibling Rivalry, and you're going to get to us. Join the over 7,000 people who enjoy tons of exclusive material and a full visual podcast for every single episode. And you'll get the full Sibling Watch Your review episodes. Also, yeah. Bob and I do monthly viewing parties. We uh, have a few polls in our Patreon. And we also take... Fights. Full <laughs> on fights. And we also take a few <laughs> moments to um, throw a little shade. And most of the time, it's, of course, me Monet Exchange winning. <laughs> and well, you know what? Join the Patreon and you tell me who's winning, honey. So please go to patreon.com slash sibling rivalry podcast. Again, that is patreon.com slash sibling rivalry podcast and join the over 7,000 people who are absolutely smitten with this lovely pair of sisters. Yeah. Okay, this lip sync, Monet. Um, let me just say this. What? Elliot served. That was a serve. It was a, it was really good. It was it was it was really good. She I'm, ate. She ate. Elliot ate, girl. When, I mean, as, as soon as the song started, she started doing that Beyonce end of time moment. I was like, this is a serve. Elliot wait, was going off. But also, what does a white girl love more than singing and dancing to Kelly Clarkson? <laughs> <laughs> you turn on Kelly Clarkson and white girls get superpowers. Okay? <laughs> and then when her and Lala started doing that little wind down, that, that little wind together at the oh, same yeah. time, it was, really, it was really dope. It was good. It was a good lip sync. And she really let Lala rehab it with, like, I, I have no competition. I was like, it's, it's a wrap. It's a wrap for me. Yeah, she did. She, Elliot, Elliot, Elliot did what needed to be done. <laughs> Elliot, girl, so, so we, we, we have to think about Lala Re, who I, I am shocked that she, I, I, I thought she would make it to at least Snatch Game. I did think she would make it to at least Snatch Game. And. I think Lala Reese is, is, is doing a little Monet. I think that her runways hurt her a lot in this season, and her mm-hmm. and her acting in the challenges hurt her too. Which was honestly the two symptoms I had. I would just able, I just got a second chance to wake up and to get myself further. But I think her runways. It should come back for all stars. I think she will see herself, and she like, I need to. She she gonna get a little money now. She gonna I need to re up on these runways. And I need to be bigger. But are they, though? Where are the girls getting this money? Like, these new batch of girls, they're not touring. They're not going to clubs. First of all, the club, even before the touring started, the club gigs have completely dried up. And I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not telling anyone's money amounts, but I'll say this. The reason the the girls do the work the world, and you make pretty good money, but it's because you're doing, like, 60 cities. Now, the club gigs pay twice or three times as much 
because you're the only celebrity at the club that night yeah. as opposed to you and five other girls. So they pay way more. It is way more work. It is so much work to do the club gigs. You wake up and go to the airport every single morning. Yeah. Whereas with uh, Work the World, you're on a bus. You go to sleep on the bus. You wake up, you're in a new town. Yeah. So there are no club gigs at all, even yeah. if we're in a pandemic, because the clubs can't afford the girls now. They just stop booking. I don't know. Or, or a lot of girls have contracts. They can't do them anymore. And then there's no Work the World. So how are these girls getting their fucking getting their flowers? Well, there is, Bob. There is at least. Now there's more digital stuff, like digital campaigns for Instagram and TikTok. So those, I feel like those have kicked up a little bit. And those tend for who they are tend to pay a lot of money you know what i mean again it's not as lucrative as all the clubs and all the work the worlds and uh ew murray and peter um but it is still you know you know but yeah they're not making what they could be making in like a normal before a pandemic so and listen if you want to uh help me and monet and contribute to us you can join the almost thirteen thousand people on our patreon i want to be the number one patreon that's my goal, Monet. I think we can do that. I think I, I think that's doable. And I think we are on our way tomorrow. Well, Sunday, on Valentine's Day, we will be watching The Time Traveler's Wife with all of our patrons, whoever wants to join well, us. Well, this is coming out way after Valentine's Day. No, this is, okay, not way, one day after Valentine's Day. But I'm just saying about some exclusive things that we do on our Patreon. So Bob and I will be in our homes. True. I'm going to be in my bed with my little computer watching The Time Traveler's Wife. And Bob, just so you know, I cry every time I watch it. I, I have not. I don't. I haven't. I haven't. I haven't even watched a preview. I don't know anything about this movie. Only thing I know is that I mentioned to someone that I'm watching it. I mentioned it to Kennedy. She was like, "Oh my god, white women love that movie." <laughs> it's so. That is sweet. all I know about Time Travelers. So we're doing Kennedy that was tomorrow. Like, oh, white girls love that movie. We also put out um, some Patreon exclusives about Drag Race drama that we don't want to uh, delve into on the YouTube's and all the and mm-hmm. all for y'all. It's it's it's, it's exclusive content. Um, so yeah, Patreon is popping. Um, Money, I love you so much. I'm so sad that Lala Ree's gone, but I do think it was it was rough. It was either now or next episode, to be honest. You yeah. I mean? Who do you think is going next? Elliot. You think? I thought Elliot enjoyed the first year girl, the first year girls out full T. Ah, uh, yeah. I don't know. It's gonna be tough. It's getting smaller, 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 girl. I think next is either Elliot or Utica. That's not true. I knew Kamora was going to be the first girl out. I, I, I keep... I knew. I, I, I thought it was going to be Kamora, Elliot, Joey. Mm. You think yeah. Utica's going next? I think Utica's going to go next, girl. Girl, you crazy as hell. I said no, Elliot or Utica. Five. You think? No, Utica's going to the top five. Top five. No, please. top five is going to be... Promise. Top five is going to be Rosé, Simone... Olivia, Godmick, and Denali. That's my top five. Wow, it's the it's the candy erasure for me. It's the candy. Why you, you going? Um, you got diabetes. You don't want candy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, she should make that into either put it in a lyric in a song or do of some merch. That's good. You got diabetes. You want? Baby, to you got candy? diabetes. You can't take this candy. <laughs> you got diabetes. You can't take this candy. <laughs> All right, Mick, we're gonna write, Mitch, we're writing a song, sending it to Candy. Anyway, I, mean, I, I feel like um, for me, the top five is going to be Simone, Mick, Olivia, Candy, Utica. Huh, interesting. 
Yeah, because sure. I will say R- Rose sure. is giving me very Jan energy. How Jan was always say she looked good, and then it just took what it just it just took one one false swoop and one challenge, girl, and you are home. Whoop. <laughs> and a whoop. <laughs> yes. All right. Yeah. I love R- you so much. R- Rose is yeah. Rose is, is teetering. She's not. She's she's wobbling, but it's leading toward like going home, not going, not teetering toward. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but, but also, but also, look at look at fucking um uh uh what's her name, Camera Michaels, who won a challenge literally ninth episode, which got her to the finale, and Crystal Method won literally nothing. So who uh, who honestly who fucking knows? Yeah, yeah I mean, Kim. Oh wait, Jacob is yeah, saying yeah, no. Right. Crystal Method what? won challenges. Oh yeah, the makeover, the makeover, right? Again, at at the ninth hour, like Camera Michaels, literally towards the end of the season. So Rosé can still come in. And with that, I gotta go. Bye. I've been wanting to end. I'm you keep one. on adding I'm shit. One. I'm the one. I'm the one uh, ending it. Just so we're clear. Bitch, let me log off. I'm about to log. Let me log on my shit. Just, just like my douche water, we're clear. Hell. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. All right. Bye. <laughs> A podcast network. Hey everybody, I want to tell you all about Stereo. Now, Stereo is a free live broadcast social platform that enables people to have real conversations in real time and lets podcast creators build a more intimate relationship with their fan base by engaging them in direct conversation. It's really cool. You can actually like record little questions and send them directly to us in real time. Um, I actually love it because me and Monet will have a lot of our arguments and we love to hear what you all think. And we don't have to wait to read them in the comments. You all can weigh in in the moment. Hey, my name is Kai. I'm from London. It's currently Oh, my people! Just to merit, um, I want to know if you guys have ever had a strange interaction or negative interaction with straight people in public, um, like at an airport, anything like that. Uh, yeah. Oh my god. I oh my god. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I had I had one very recently. So it is it is the holiday season, the literally Christmas Eve. I went to the store. I was like, you know what? I'm going by myself tomorrow. I'm gonna make my own. My favorite little thing to make for myself is very trash food. I get Velveeta, uh, a box of Velveeta mac and cheese, and I get I chop up some onions, some tomatoes, some spinach, and some peppers, and I put it in with the thing with, and I chop up some chicken and make. Is this prison cooking? Is this prison? It's very. It's what he's making college. It was so cheap. Anyway, and then so I'm in the thing, and then there's this one long line. And then this guy just cuts the line and goes to the register. And then the person in front of me, I was like two people ahead. He didn't say anything. And I was like, oh, hell no. So I walked in very New York. I'm like, excuse me, sir, the line is back here. What are you doing? And he was like, uh, oh, really? And he, he does that. You know what he does, thing? he does that thing when people are like confused, but nigga, you know exactly what's yeah. going on. Oh, yeah. I'm confused. You know what the tea is. And he goes to pay anywhere. Nobody, like the cashier, just takes it. And I was like, so you can't do that. He's like, man, set up butt stuff. He called me butt. I was like, I was like, butt stuff? I was like, I was like what are you, 10 years old? He called me butt stuff? <laughs> the fuck? And then me and him have a little argument. Like it's like an episode of Big Mouth. A shut up, butt stuff. Literally, oh. but I was flabbergasted that this fucking mother, butt stuff. Like, what a fucking child is. But anyway, that was my little argument with a, with a straight man on Beersy on fucking Christmas Eve. Download the free stereo app and select Bob TDQ so you can connect with us whenever we are live. Go to www.stereo.com slash 
BobTDQ to get started.